Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Ooh, 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 ooh. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here I am. I'm Nikki Glaser. I am here alone in my studio, um, studio apartment studio. I almost said studio apartment. That's a different thing. It's a different mm. lifetime. Um, I am here in my studio in my apartment in St. Louis alone. Um, Chris <laughs> is going to get our rental car. <laughs> Usually I'm joined by someone here. It's You're been really a long time since alone. I've been... Yeah, what's it feel, I feel like alone. to have nobody across from you? <laughs> feels a little... Actually, feels the same. I, I, I'm really fine with it. Mm. Chris is getting a rental car. We're driving to Arkansas today um, for two dream. shows. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Um, Chris is helping me with my special, you know, like he's producing it. Yeah. And um, I'm doing so much more work than I've ever done on a special in my life. Um, yeah. And it's not even that much work. I'm failing miserably every day. <laughs> like the goals we're setting, it's not even that much. And it's just like, what's a goal? Be my, like, he, you know, watching tape, like going through all my set, like going through my set and then picking, like reading the transcript that we get transcribed and then listening to it along with it and picking out what we like, what we don't like. Mm. It's oh, complete so hell. It's <laughs> hell because I just am so disappointed in myself the whole time. Uh, and it seems so insurmountable, the amount of work I have to do to be what I want to be. And I get bogged down with like, why are you so bad right now? And it's not enough time. And I just start kind of like, I just get in the worst moods yeah. imaginable when I have to do this. It's like, and he's so sweet. Like he will get me anything. He like puts a Zevia next to me. He'll put on Taylor Swift, like in the background softly, like he'll get the foot massager next to me. Like <laughs> he tries to make it as comfortable as possible for me to do this process. And he's like in a really good mood because he's trying to like bolster my bullshit mood. And it's uh -huh. really sweet. But then I, but then I start to feel like a burden and like such a problem because I see all the effort that's going into like keeping my little beach ball in the air, you know, like it's yeah. just like, why can't, and then I start getting down about that. Like, why can't I just be a normal person that doesn't get like, I'm a little baby moody. <laughs> um, 
It's because just because the goal so I, is to have like a a a special that surpasses your previous specials. That it, it makes you ascend to the no next goals. echelon of comedian. No, I don't need to ascend anymore. I'm so tired. I like the amount of theaters I'm doing. I like the amount of people I'm performing for. I don't care. I like being someone who people are like, you should be more famous. I like that. I don't want yeah. to be more famous because then when you get there, Pressure. you let everyone down. Yeah. I like, I think. And then it, everyone's you like, know, you should be less famous, I think. You're, not, yeah. you're a little yeah. too famous. Yes. That's what they do. Yeah. That's they, what they, they crush do. you. If you can just hover in the cut, lay in the cut, yeah. that's what you want. I just don't know how people have kids. I'm like packing today for, I have to pack for Arkansas this morning. Mm. So two shows in Arkansas and then I go to, um, New York on Wednesday to do a Bob Saget tribute thing that god damn you Bob this is not the right time of year for me but I love you and so I'm doing it for you (laughs) but it's just I because I was supposed to do it last year but I went through my vocal cord thing so I couldn't do it Uh so I I wouldn't be doing it this year because I'm just so swamped but I you know when you push things away and you go I'll do it next time then you are you have to do it the next time and you don't know if your life is going to be more complicated then right which it is but I'm actually It'll be fun. It's just a short set on a show. I keep thinking he'll be there or something. I'm like, oh, I'm, so, but he will be in spirit, so that'll be yeah. nice. And on video. And then Thursday, I'm, um, yeah, and on video, probably there'll be a montage. And then um, Thursday, I'm just still today. in New York City. Yeah, which is today. I have a, I am like so depressed about my face lately. I can't handle it. I mm. cannot, I, can't, I see pictures of myself every week, and my right side of my face is, sliding off if topologists or like si- geologists were studying the my face they would say You're- there's a landslide coming soon on the right side and it's all do not build on that side <laughs> stop putting things on the side it's all i wish i had microphone or i wish i had headphones that pulled me up like this i wish i could do this the whole if this is like what i want archaeologists look like. were looking at your face for history they'd be like there was an ice age around the nose yes yes <laughs> they something's happening structurally to the right side of my face and it's undeniable it's not just like lighting it's like mm. it, it just started happening like probably in the last two months i think i may have said this on the podcast but one time um during f boy um my makeup artist Leia was doing my makeup and she does like a winged eyeliner, like Taylor Swift style. And that's just like what I like to do with my eyeliner. And I was looking in the mirror and I was like, it's so uneven. Leia. Like I thought she was drunk because it was so, I go, look at this. One is like shooting up at a, you know, 90, deg- like a 20, I don't know what degree, what it's shooting right up. And the other one is like kind of, you know, not. And I go, I was really like kind of disappointed in her. Like, how could you get this so wrong? It's supposed to be symmetrical. She was like, it's um I'm trying to actually make your face look symmetrical with it because one side <laughs> is a lot she was trying to be nice but she was like one side is your eye is a lot lower than the other and I was like oh my god you're fucking right dude she was like I do your makeup like this every time you've just never studied it this hard <laughs> and so she's she put it in my it's not like she put it in my head it was already there I was starting to see stuff and it's just I don't mind if both sides were to sag at the same time, but one side, it's really hurts my feelings every time I see a picture yeah. and, and other people don't see it or they just don't, you know, people that are taking my pictures or sending them to me do not know what's happening. So they'll send me these pictures and <laughs> it's so, 
I get so sad. It's so out of my control. I can't do anything about it. I can sleep on the other side of my face, but like I shift in the middle of the night. So I'm, I'm now sleeping on my left side of my face to like make that one go down because there's no making the other side go up. It's nearly impossible to stay in one position while you're sleeping. No, I can't. You just shift. And so it's just. Or you can get no sleep. You can (sighs) force yourself to lay there like a mummy and then have a shitty night's sleep. And that'll ruin everything. Then your face will definitely sag. Then you everything will sag. I just look sag. so much like Marjorie Taylor Greene every single day. <laughs> My don't. face is yes, I already look like her. We have the same kind of eyes, and like if I just gain a little bit more weight, it's gonna it's mm. gonna be so undeniable. People are gonna be making the comparison. Like, guess what? I beat you to it. If you compare me to her, you're not original because I already said it, and you got it from me. Come up with something better. I'm just no, like you don't look. So like I'm her. going you on Thursday. Like, um, you look at least like Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I do kind of look like her too. Like I have those th- th- those weird, deep set, beady, crazy <laughs> eyes. Um, but I'm going on Thursday. I'm going to this very expensive doctor in New York City to just to see if there's anything she can do because I can't get surgery before my special. Um, just anything she can do to even out my face. Like I just don't know what to do anymore, and it's just like mm. uh, I'm just so upset about it, and I can't live like this. I, I it's if I if I wasn't in the public eye, I, it would be fine. If yeah. I didn't have pictures of myself every single weekend and I didn't have to film a special where I have to be in the edit and watch it, if I could just have yeah. other people edit it, yeah. if I could just not look at pictures of myself and have a, an AI bot post them, I would be okay and I would be a, a happier person. But I have to review these things and look at myself and it's it's terrible. It's just so... and. I'm tired of looking in mirrors. I'm tired of people doing my makeup and then holding a mirror right up to my face or like doing mm. something to my face and then all of a sudden holding a mirror. The other day at the dentist, he just held me a mirror and was oh. like, look it. Is that, I'm like, don't make me look at myself. I hate this. And I know everyone at home saying, wow, she has such low self-esteem. You would too, if you had to look in a mirror for so much of your life. Yeah. And, um, and then you have to critique. Today. Yeah. Sorry. You need to like just, critique what you're doing. That's the- yes that's the part that makes it challenging. Like you have to like look at yourself and critique and accept or like, you know, I don't like this. Make changes here. Yes. So it's like you're, you're scrutinizing your own self. And you yes. have to do my makeup every day, which is intense looking in the mirror. Well, Matt. What um, about getting one of those Phantom of the Opera masks? And it covers. That honestly is the perfect. <laughs> she would want that for sure. Thing for me to cover Where? up the right side because yeah. the left side is still holding on. It's still got a little life in it. It has hope. The it's other like a side, college student. It is. And my right side is like a old professor yeah. that's been at the school for over 20, like has tenure, yeah. given up, just does the same syllabus it's every ready year. To, it's, a, it's like moments away from getting kicked out of his tenure for saying a racial slur. Yes. Accidentally, That's my right though. side of my face. He's yeah. the beginning of a Jonathan In Franzen the 70s, novel. I was allowed to say this. <laughs> um, but... Also, I've been posting ugly pictures of myself on Instagram because like whenever there is a a series of photos that comes out and I'm making like a really bad face and some I post those because that gives me control again over the narrative. Like yeah. no one can say she thinks she's so hot or because I don't like and Anya and Matt were talking to me about like you should post like hot pictures like we take pictures of you every week where you look great and I'm like but I don't think I look great. And I don't want anyone to think I think I look great. It's so humiliating um, to put those out there and and have someone be like, the, mm. Nikki thinks she's like, looks so good. I'd rather just post a really ugly picture and be like, yeah. I'm going through a phase right now. I don't fit in any of my clothes. My face is falling off my head. 
I <laughs> I have I don't have time to get my hair done, so my roots are like black. Um, it's just like I like to see is- that as an experiment. If you just started, like, take a week and then. Every one of your posts should just be you shit talking yourself. I would like to see. I'm sure most of the reaction would be just like, "No, you're wrong." No, it's it. Yeah, but you after can't a do week, that. After a week, what'll happen? If you, I probably get uglier it? because of manifesting it. Mm. You know like, when uh, Apple uh, sends you a, a photo gallery and it's like when you were in the woods or beach time or you're in those, here's then, you yeah. 10 pounds ago when yeah, you were right. a lot happier exactly I here's feel like a montage titles... of when you were so hot they yes. always pick three and a half years ago enough time that you like <laughs> can't get it back but you were thrive like right before yes. covid i was fucking right. killing it it's like remember when you were happy and then it shows you five pictures yeah it's just one of those weeks and i'm, I'm just underslept on the beach yeah yes why do they do that and they always set it to a song that's like <laughs> it is like a song that would play at your funeral. It's like yeah. the Bob's whatever's going to play for Bob Saget. Probably Apple made it three years before he died. I wish, and they were like, "We'll, we'll just I use this." Knew what I knew now when I was younger. Yeah, <laughs> I hope you had the time of your life. And I'm like smiling with no crow's feet. <laughs> it's like a little in memoriam every time. It is. It's so rude. It, I really hate those. It really because you just makes see yourself. Cry. <sighs> Yeah, I, I don't like looking at the past. I don't like I, I, I what a great time to be alive with in like the seventeen, eighteen hundreds. I mean, there oh, was yeah. like plagues oh, and stuff yeah. and you know, rape was probably legal, but I do think not being able to see your reflection anywhere or having images of you, yeah. like someone would just paint a painting and you could be like, Ah, oh, he's just like a sloppy painter. I don't really look like oh, that. Yeah. And I bet they weren't as vain. I bet they didn't Care, no, people, they didn't talk about their looks a lot. Did you see Killers of the Flower Moon, the new Scorsese movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? No, but I am interested in Leo um, making out with a woman who's over 100 pounds. I'm excited yeah, about that. Yeah, they, they, they bang a he, lot. They forced him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, she's young, though. She's pretty young. But in that movie, okay. that movie is set in the 1920s, and Leonardo DiCaprio made an acting choice in that movie to purposely like shape his face so that he's ugly. Like he'll be, he's like frowning forcefully the whole movie. And really? I think, I think back then, even as early as then, just like people were ugg and everyone was ugg and the top hot one was dead. Yeah, there was no moisturizer. No, there was If nothing. it was, it was like oh, cow semen sun. or something. Like they would, they, they didn't, there was, there was just sun. There was no SPF. There was constant smoking, constant, like being yes. in cabins where there was smoke inhalation. Yeah. Have you, yeah, you look, look, at, like look at the screen. The this is how everybody five. looked, and every man looked in the 1920s and below. But you know something? I bet people. <laughs> you look What's like going on out there. <laughs> you really do. Oh my god! You do look like you were on the battlefield. Yeah. My God, Brian, you have such Civil War face right now. Yeah, this is the 1920s. Oh my God! <laughs> but I, I do. Bet people yeah. have no self awareness, though. Yeah, there well, no that's great. I mean, yeah. we don't need that. But they still have like sartorial choices that were pretty like specific you know they all dressed they wore like those wigs yeah but they wore top hats and stuff and women had to wear like these big flowy skirts you know they had to like cover up a lot and like you would think they would just wear whatever their version of athleisure was whatever's the easiest thing because life was so hard but i think because they had life was hard back then and they're constantly probably working and but i bet there was a lot of downtime too because yeah. you got to like let water boil and like you got to let plants grow. Oh yeah, the amount I'm sure of time there's always you something just would spend to do. Laying down on a on a porch was, but then it's With not. But there's also less there's downtime no f- 
because you mm-hmm. have to do so much work just to get by each day. Like if you're, yeah, you have to go out sweeping. and farm or sweep. Yeah. What's with people sweeping the porch and getting the dust off the porch? Like you don't really need to do that. Because it's going to get inside and it gets on everything. Oh, yeah. I guess I didn't think about that. But they are always sweeping. Was Killers of the Flower Moon so good? No. I'd say it was fine. It was fine. As a Forrest Scorsese, I liked, for example, I liked The Irishman better than Killers of the Flower Moon. There were parts, I mean, I don't want to get into like into trouble here, but like there were parts of Killers of the Flower Moon where I asked the question, why is Martin Scorsese telling this story? Why is not a Native American telling this story? It's as Mm. if Martin Scorsese like read a book uh, or interviewed somebody. I don't know if he has a personal connection to it, but it's like this movie has real moments of cultural significance for the um, uh, Osage people. And I just don't understand why Martin Scorsese is making this. And then at the end of the movie, Martin Scorsese makes a little cameo where he does like a speech. Yeah, it's there's some strange artistic choices. Does he do that a lot? No, 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 he does not. So it was just some strange artistic choices that that made this movie a little bit more artsy than I'm used to in a Scorsese movie. And then also I just felt like he's trying to make a statement about how difficult it was for the Osage people of Oklahoma in the 1920s and how the white man, the white devil came and stole their land and stole their oil money and stole their women. And um, and they all died off from alcoholism and suicide. And then he like makes this like heartfelt speech at the end, which is really profound. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Shouldn't there be an Osage person making this speech? They can't get funding for a movie like well, that. Well, so then Martin Scorsese should, okay, I'm the director, but then it just is strange. It's just, a, it was, it made it seem insincere to me. Like, I don't, I don't believe him that he really is empathizing this much with the Osage people. I believe that. Really? Well, he made a whole movie about him. I think he thinks the story's good and has, and it's very mafiosa-esque, but still, Ah, Robert De Niro, Leonardo DiCaprio, they're the white devils. They're truly the main characters, except for the woman who is the Osage person who is excellent. I think she was the best part of the movie. But like, I don't know that once they got to this cameo at the end, where'd they I find was, her? Um, that's a good question. I would like to make a like joke. A casting but I don't want call? to offend anybody. I think yeah. yes, Craigslist. Yeah. I mean, I love when she I love so when they good. have like one person. I hope she has an illustrious career ahead of her. Yeah. But there's always these art, these movies where there's like a huge star studded cast, and then there's one person that looks kind of normal. Yeah. That like has to fill a role that is just, uh, you know, like the, the, I don't know, the, the guy on death row or the old janitor who finds the crystal. I don't know. It's just, there has to be some kind of character character that that they put a normal person they kind of like they go look at we claw machine to this person out of their horrible life and now we made them a movie star for one movie yeah and then they maybe do like a super bowl ad or something and then they kind of disappear so she's been in a bunch of stuff um okay good yeah her name is um lily gladstone and she has been in that sounds familiar actually reservation dogs for two episodes which is also about native americans but then she was also in billions for six episodes Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Um, yeah, a couple other things. She's got a great voice. Do you know voice. what I mean? I'm I'm she has like a great speaking voice? Yeah, like she could she could do voiceover for sure. Uh, oh my god, I recently heard there oh, there's this like woman who I'm have jealousy issues over. Not jealousy, envy, sorry, wrong one. Um that I just like kind of want her life and she just like is has the body that I want and has like 
just like the Instagram I want and like the hair and like the clothing and just like the happiness and like just has it all together and is like killing it. And then I heard her talk and I was like, thank you, God. You granted her one horrible thing. Her voice is like kind of like this. Like it's so bad that like any, you just, you can't deny that it's a bad voice. And it really delighted me that she just had a really like, cause I was dying for a video of this woman. Cause I know people can look amazing in images yeah. pretty easily. You can just edit that stuff and just pick the best one out of a thousand. But video kind of shows the truth, mm-hmm. and boy, did it ever. She's still a pretty person talking, but her voice was rough, man. Oh, yeah. Um, it's like yeah, voices it's like are in everything. Porn and you see a really hot person, and then they have this like deep, thick Eastern European accent, and you're like, what the fuck? Oh, Oh, my God. What is happening to me? You know, it's like, what the fuck is it's going an on? overdub. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> Keep I've- it harder. Sounds like See, I don't like when the women talk at all. I, that's why I've oftentimes searched ball gag porn because I'm just like, I don't want to hear <laughs> anything you say. You need to be quiet. I want to hear you like struggle not to make noise and I want to hear the guy talk more. And uh, so that that voice actually turns me on the one that you just made if it's going because <laughs> oh, it sounded like a man's. What do you want the guy to say? <laughs> um, Just take it, bitch. Not bitch, but take it. Like, yeah. do it. Like, just like, I want the guy to be like, good. All right. Yeah. You want him to be no, like, and then a, I like, I like, like other guys directing instructor. the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I want other guys to be directing that guy to tell him what to do and to like, oh, I like when they tell her, arch your back, arch your back. I like when they like yell commands <laughs> at like, her. I love watch it. Pop sugar videos. Just watch, what is that? It's like exercise videos on YouTube. It's the same thing. Arch your back. <laughs> I kind of maybe it is. Stiffen up. Yeah. Arch your back. I just, put your arm. I just over like here. them to be challenged. I want everything to be a challenge. Yeah. I want anything that anyone, anything that I like watching. It's something impressive. Just watch it. I'm challenging you. So okay. So how come you can't apply this to your uh, special reviews? Because you're you're very you hate that challenge, <sighs> but you love because watching someone. I get bogged down by how bad I am. I just I can't it's get it out of my head. That's it, Brian. I think you figured it out. No, Instead of Chris being so sweet to you and putting on Taylor Swift oh, low yeah. in the background and getting you your He's favorite going the wrong snack, way. he needs to Arch shout commands at you. Arch your back. St- I'm going to so, text him. I, honestly, it wouldn't be a bad idea for the, him to like make it because he tries to make it so enjoyable. Yeah, and no. I'm like, try it. I don't want things to be enjoyable. I want things to be torturous so that when I complete them, I feel like, good job. And like, I don't, it doesn't help me to have things that are really hard be set in like a beautiful setting or something. Get on I your hand and knees like, and put on this pig mask. That's what the next Honestly, I think You're that's a, a better idea for me. You've done I'll it. I'll tell him that, Noah. I'll I'll break that that news to him, okay? Because that's a really good idea. All right. Uh we gotta go to break. We'll be back with more after this. We're really figuring things out over here. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts.
Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay. Um, <laughs> really sounded like you believe that. Well, no, no, I mean, no one I think knows what we're talking about. No one knows what we're talking about because the because I keep forgetting that when during the break, people listen to like two minutes of commercials. Unless you're a Diamond Player Club Network uh, special guy or girl. Wait, we're back. Oh, oh, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm keeping all that in. <laughs> okay, great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh no, I I do consider that people listen to the commercials and then they are kind of like not. It's, exactly where we were. No, they're not. And like, yeah. unless you're diamond players, unless you're diamond players, then you're. In, we gotta, we gotta look out for them because they're just going from one to the other. It must be I'm very jarring. Vi- this is a thing about me. I have to say, I, there's a lot of things I get down on myself about. I am a hundred percent more aware of other people's experiences <sighs> than uh, most people are. I think that I am someone who is extremely aware of how other people interpret things. And I get it wrong a lot of times, but I'm always constantly trying to understand another person's perspective. So Mm. I don't think there is a single example of me on this whole podcast where I have come back from a commercial and not reset. And like, because I know I would never assume like everyone else is just living my experience right now. I I, I really do think from other people's perspective quite often. And I think that's a quality I wish more people had. It's one (laughs) thing about myself that I actually like. Because people all the time, the my one of my biggest pet peeves is when people think, talk about their shitty, stupid, mundane lives like you know all the players and characters in it. Oh, They'll be like, yeah. well, and then Dave told me at work. Oh, and then I Dave at work was like, that. lost his sweatshirt again. I'm like, I don't know who Dave is. <laughs> like the other day, it was like- You don't I, I know thought, who Dave is? Well, I go, like I, that. go, I always say this. I go, why would I know who Dave is? Can we just go back? Why would me, you know who I am. How do you think I would know who Dave is? And then they kind of are like at a loss for words and they go, I don't know. I just, some people, but I realized that I'm not being very empathetic in thinking about some people are stupid and they don't consider yeah, other people's experience. Their shoes. They're so so dumb. I, I do need to make that, that extra leave. But like- 
there's like examples. Whenever I check into a hotel, they'll be like, and um, so oh, he goes, and you're gonna, and you're gonna. Oh, what did he say? There was a guy the other day that goes, um. So and and the elevators are going to be that way and across the rotunda and then you're going to go through and I go what is that what is all of that yeah. I don't know what any of those words were he described how to get to it and I was like but it didn't even make sense it wasn't go like I wasn't trying place to be difficult where there's, I found that there's, pen it's like I don't yes. know where you found that pen yes yes it was like that it, there was something I remember Anya kind of looked at me because it seemed to be rude what I was saying. But I was just calling him on the fact that I don't speak your hotel language. I don't know what any of that stuff is. And you, people know me listening to this. I would never want to be escorted to my room by a front desk clerk. I don't want to waste people's time. Yeah. I don't want, if I can find the elevator myself, I will 100% go. I'm not one of these people that likes to hang out at the front desk and ask a million questions and feel like really important. So the breakfast tomorrow, does that start at oh. 9 a.m. or 10 a.m.? I know any information. Just. I will just look at it when I get to my room in the book on the desk. I don't, but this guy was describing how to get to the, the elevators and I go, None of that would make any sense to anyone who is patronizing your hotel for the first time. Yeah. I go, I haven't been here before. I, I literally said to him, I go, why would I know what that means? Yeah. Because so, he was like a young kid. Right. And I go, and he him. was, yeah. And then Just Anya kind of looked at me like. the Adirondack room. And it's like, what yeah, the fuck is the Adirondack that is, room? That is exactly it. That's exactly it, Brian. I go, why would I know what the Adirondack room is? And so then. It was either Chris or Anya kind of looked at me like, easy, Nikki, like this is just a kid. But then I was trying to have a little fun with it because I was I was trying to say it in a cute way of like, come on, man, like, let's like talk about this for a second. Why would I know what that is? And then um, and then he goes, he goes, he and then I was just being a little bit more playful just because either Anya or Chris was kind of like I could tell they were like kind of upset with how I was acting and not upset, but just kind of like trying to be super nice to the guy to make up for me. But I'm like, no, I got this under control. I'm not going to be mean to this kid. Believe me, I'm going to leave this interaction fine. I just need him to know not to do this again with, with customers because no one knows what the Adirondack room is. So then he go, he was, I was kind of play like playing with him a little bit and just being like, come on, man, you know? And then I go, oh, or I made some other joke about something. Um, He's like, do you want, you know, one key or two keys? And I'm like, Make it three. Like, you know, I was just like playing uh, around, you know, just trying to get on his good graces again so Anya or Chris wouldn't be upset with me. And then um, he goes, you know what? I got to say, I had a feeling I would meet you today. He was like, you're Nikki Glazer, right? And I was like, yeah, I literally just gave you my name. Uh, it's I said Nicole, but I think, yes, you could, you probably, you figured it out. And I go, oh, really? And he was like, I just had a feeling. I go, is it the poster behind you that says Nikki Glazer show tonight at 7 p.m.? It was like at a casino I was performing at. He was like, no, I just, you know, and I go, I'm sure you don't meet everyone that performs here. So, yes, I guess this is very special. But then he walked us down and um, he quickly confessed that he was off drugs and he was uh, doing good for himself. His name is Austin. Shout out to Austin, that guy that worked at the front desk. But um, there was another time this weekend that I called someone out because I just couldn't help it. There was someone that was like, and I felt bad about it afterwards, but I, I don't because people don't need to be, okay. I love that you're going through your calling out era. <laughs> I am kind of. Look at this my asshole. Calling. I just want people to be more aware. Like it, like I have, a, I had a friend who was, I was introducing to another friend and my one friend was a pretty, is a, a fairly well-known person. And the friend I was introducing that friend to is not well-known at all like you know 
it, which is just is fine. There's no judgment there. I'm just saying what it is. So the friend that's not well known s- said to the friend. So the 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 well known said to the unwell known, um, "Nice to meet you." And what did the well known say? Let's all take a, the not well known say. Let's take a guess. Um, you never met me before. We've met before. Oh, we've met before. Uh, the opposite of what I said. We've met before. Yeah. And the and I'm monitoring this because I'm very I don't like we've met before. So I, don't I don't like, like when anyone either. tosses that out. But if they like hung out all weekend or something, I've done I've done um nice to meet you to someone who I was like on TV shows with, like did yeah. panels with, and they were like, Nikki, we like worked a whole day together. And I like t- completely forgot. So I understand it sometimes it is you like we slept together or whatever. Like it's constituted that you should call it out. But so I was monitoring this, like, does this person have a right to call my friend out for not remembering them? Mm-hmm. We've met before. And then he goes, where? They say, um, at Montreal just for laughs. Already I'm like, the context okay. of that is not fair. Oh, yeah. When you're at ju- just for laughs, hundreds it is a festival hundreds of, of hundreds and hundreds of people that you're meeting. Yeah. And then to further it. If you're listening to this and you and you're don't be don't be mad that I'm calling you out because this was a really adorable. But then furthermore, they go, I met you already. And he's like, oh, really? I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I, and and I, where Montreal? And then I'm already like, come on. Like, I didn't say that, but my face is getting ready to make that thing. Yeah. And then they go. In an elevator. Oh, <laughs> go, what? The uh, place where everyone's facing forward, and there's literally a thing called an elevator pitch because it's 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 two you're minutes trying. It's max. it's less than yes. two minutes. Like it's seven seconds to make it a, a impression on someone because you're in a, a box in which there is no impressions to be made at all. I was like, I go, come on, you can't expect him to remember you at Montreal in an elevator where yeah. you are constantly getting on. It's like. Imagine for the listener, Montreal is like a conference of hundreds of comedians, hundreds of agents, hundreds of producers, hundreds of comedy bookers, all in one hotel together for a whole weekend sharing elevators. The fact that anyone remembers anyone, even famous people is, yeah, I've met people at Montreal that I'm more famous than, and I, but I like know them from something and I would never expect them to remember meeting me because it's just not... I mean, it, it, yeah, I went to Montreal you, like, in uh, 2014, and I can say that not a single person remembers me from that. And I just felt, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, when I went in 2007, oh, believe me, no one remembered me either. It was fucking rough. I think we talked about it before. What's such? It was yeah. a, a bad time for both of us. But I just, I called this person out, and then I felt bad because I didn't want to make them feel bad about it. But I go, don't expect anyone to remember you from an elevator in Montreal. No. And I wasn't saying that because she isn't someone that is to be remembered. It's absolutely the opposite. But in that context, I've met Larry David twice and didn't remember meeting him the first time. People don't have massive memories for meeting people. And sometimes you just, it's not, it's not it important enough. Out. There's not Sometimes you just go, nice to meet you, but yeah. obligatory. And you're like, oh, wait, but I this did. is what leads people saying to, to saying, nice to see you, which yeah, is you a bunch it. of yes. bullshit. Oh, you don't like that? I hate but nice it's to a, see you. It's safe. I always say that. No, nice to see you is bull. Stop it. Everyone what? stop nice to Why? see you. It is indicative of the fact that you, you do not need to feel bad that you don't remember meeting this person. If they were memorable enough and if you didn't have a drinking problem, you would remember them. But you do and they're not. So 
just stick it. Say night. If you don't know if you've met them before, say nice to meet you. If they do the, I've met you before say, sorry, don't feel bad that you don't remember them. No one should feel bad. You can't help what you don't remember. My dad is constantly making my mom feel bad about stuff. You don't remember that Julie. And I go, if she did, she would. It's not her fault. Yeah. She's not choosing to not remember something. So just wait let's until do away with nice older. to see you. Once they get nice to see you. When people say that now? to me, I know for a fact they don't give a fuck that they've ever met me. They oh, definitely man. don't remember meeting me. They think they think I'm unmemorable. They don't they even give a fuck think, now. If you say nice to see you to me, I not only think that uh, I think for sure you've met me before. Yeah. And even if we haven't met, you think I'm not memorable enough right now that you possibly have met me before and didn't remember me. So it is it is an insult, actually, yeah. when people say nice to see you to me. I really You'd hate You'd rather it. them say fuck you. Yes, I nice to fuck hate you. you. Yes. Nice to meet you. If you don't remember if you've met them, say nice to meet you. It is not a crime to not remember someone. We are very busy people that meet a lot of people. Stop apologizing before you insult someone. And stop apologizing when you do insult someone. You can apologize and say, I'm sorry, I hurt your feelings. But don't think you're a bad person because you don't remember someone. For God's sakes. Yeah. Not everyone is memorable. And if you're not a memorable person, that's okay too. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that you don't even know what was going on in that person's day, how many people they met, uh, if they were hungover, if they mm. were drunk. You don't, you don't know. So it doesn't, don't take it personally. People need to stop going like, oh, uh, you know, this whole thing of, I, if you tell your friend I can't make it to something, oh, no, making them feel <laughs> bad about it. That wasn't yeah. me saying Noah. Oh, Noah, just just let them off the hook. People already feel bad enough that it is it is just being humans and having to be around mirrors. Let them off the hook for disappointing you when they when they are when you know they already feel bad. Don't double down and make them feel worse. Oh, yeah. I hate that about movies. You haven't seen Back to the Future. What? I don't like that. It's like, no, I haven't. I don't. I'm not a monster. I didn't. I still had a childhood. Jesus Christ. Well, I have said that to people before. But it's just because I'm, I won't say it like, what's wrong with you? I'll just be like, oh, my God, I'm so excited for you to see it. Wow. Like, please see it. Sometimes I'll be like, you have to see it. Please see it. But I do understand when people haven't been exposed to certain things. But there was something recently. God, what was it? There was someone on Girls Chat that didn't know about. Oh, one girl on our Girls Chat has never heard had never heard of nepo babies. Ah. Uh, oh. Well, and that to me is kind of inexcusable. I thought you Where were going to say something you? like Bill Clinton or something. Like no, never no, heard no. of Bill Clinton. No, I, no no offense, but if you have never read or heard about the term nepo babies, yeah. You're not well re- you're not engaging in cultural life the way that you should be. And that yes. is just my judgment. I'm passing judgment on you. And you could say, Nikki, my life is really hard. I don't look at the same things you look at. I don't care about show business. But if you miss that, you're you're kind of um you're horse blindering yourself. You're a horse. Yeah. I want to say but though, there, this happened to me this past week. So I want to I want you to evaluate this scenario. I'd love to. I'd love to pass judgment on something that I have no right to do. Yeah. So I uh, I went to this I, 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 I went to this meeting and there was this guy there who I had met the day before. Okay, that's rough. I talked to him at this. <laughs> I talked to him for like twenty five minutes, and I think he even watched me do stand up. You're allowed. Then the, the, you are allowed to be like, "We met yesterday." Yes, Absolutely. that's what I said. You're allowed I said, to give this guy shit. hundred percent. 
Yeah. I said, oh, we met yesterday at that thing. And he's like, oh. Okay, that, you're allowed to be offended by that, Brian. All right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was his excuse? He's he, drunk. I'm guessing he drunk. Ha- he didn't have an excuse. No, he was definitely not drunk. I know that for a fact. He just, uh, he said, he just, did, he's, he might as well have said, oh, I, I didn't give a shit. He might, if he said yeah. that, I would have been like, yeah, that's the truth. Um, and then I asked him to get me a, a room temp water and he had to, so. What? Uh-huh. He had to get me a room temp water. <laughs> Why? Was he working? Like, yeah, he was thing? working. He was like an assistant or something. Not an assistant, but. And I, I was like, how could you not remember me? You, I talked to you for 30 minutes yesterday and you saw me do stand up. It's just like. Get, get, I gotta say that sometimes I'm like that. Like I won't remember people that I've spent. I, I'm starting to really worry about my memory because there's. Yeah. I will spend and and faces and facial recognition and um, it's. I just have to say though that people can't help that they don't remember. It doesn't mean you can't give them shit, especially if it's something that you know. But it was insulting obvious. because I remembered them. And I did not watch them perform, and they were just like somebody. But you some guy. are smarter than them. You have a better brain than them for remembering. You know, like uh. they. Not everyone is you. If he had your brain, he'd remember you too. You have a good brain for that kind of stuff, and okay. he definitely doesn't. And that's probably why he's getting you water. Yeah, yeah. Room ten. Because sometimes, and this is going to sound really insulting, but I do not mean it in an insulting way. Please know that when I say someone is less intelligent, or they are. If someone's less intelligent, I don't think they're a bad person. I don't think they deserve less in this world. It's not a moral judgment because animals are less intelligent than us. And I still think they deserve all the rights that we have. So in saying that another human being is not as intelligent as me might sound like I'm being judgmental. And there is a a level of that, but I'm taking it. There sometimes is a part of me that's like, what an idiot, you know, and I do pass judgment. This is not that. Sometimes, and I think I probably shared this before, you are being waited on or being uh, having service from someone, let's say an Uber driver. And, and I'm sorry if I mentioned this before, but I think it's a good point. You will get upset that the Uber driver is driving and they will start, they will start looking for the drop-off location about, I don't know, 0.1 miles from the, like a block or two away, even though the dot on their screen and they've been driving Uber for a while. The dot on their screen is clearly Their car is here on the map. The dot is up here. The dot is clearly where you drop off. And yet they'll start like stopping and breaking like a block before the dot. And this is not Noah's um, distance blindness that you have. Because Noah and Carlisle both have, they don't know what mileage is. So you'll say like it's 0.2 miles away. They will have no concept what that means. I would think that's right away. 0.2. So it's 20% of a mile. Do you think 20% of a mile is right away? I would think it's like really close. And a mile like, takes it's a, one minute. It takes, if you're driving 60 miles an hour, it'll take you one minute to do a mile. So if it's 0.2 of a mile, if you're driving 60 miles an hour, that's it'll a harder take you way. 20 seconds. Can I do an easier way? A mile is four laps around a track. So, so that one, one lap around a track is 0.25 miles, 25% of a mile. Okay. So if 0.2 miles, it, it's almost one lap around that a track. That gets me the distance in my head, but not the time it takes. Well, I'm talking about the, well, the distance is what you need because whether you're in a car or on foot, a distance is going to be like what you need. I just anyway. know that my GPS, when it turns into feet after the mile, then I, I better get ready to break fast. 
You're this so is crazy. T- Wait, I'm not kidding you. Her and Carla, her and Carla are both. They don't understand. Wait, what? Like point eight hundred two miles. Yeah, ah! eight, but eight hundred feet. You know, know that eight hundred feet. You know how tall people are. Right. So it'd be wow. si- it'd be a hundred. How tall is it'd people? It'd be hundred and twenty. I'll tell you how I do that. So okay. Have, yeah. Let me okay, know. My, this is my funny. tallest friend. His name is Rob, and he's six foot three. Okay. So that's like around six feet. You should get some taller friends. That's not that tall. That's pretty. T- that's, that's that's pretty six tall. Three? tall. You should have at least six five. You gotta have. So one, let's six, just say five. he's six feet, right? Yeah. So, so I would be a hundred robs. Yeah. A hundred yes. plus robs for eight hundred feet. It'd be like yes. hundred and twenty robs. Yes. How, how is this easier for you that you're thinking about robs laying down? Because I know his measurement. Like, I've seen him in real life, so I know... But you, your like, brain is going to be able to calculate 120 of your friend laying down on the road? That's yeah, not easier. There's no way. It, and then I drive. Okay, I, let me... Can I just do the quiz you a little bit more? Okay. okay. Noah, we... I think you get it now. I just explained the point, too. We have about 0.2 miles to walk. When should okay. we leave to get there? How many, how many minutes should we give ourselves to walk there? Oh, no. Now you're adding time? Yeah, That's I am. I'm time adding time. Thing. We're a, we're doing a, a leisurely stroll where like we're walking a dog. So like we're just like we're and we need to be there. Um, uh, okay. it's four o'clock and we need to. Well, we need to be there at four o'clock. What time should we leave to get there? Right on the dot. I think I would say twenty minutes. Ooh, that is. <laughs> It takes about 20, depending how fast you walk. If it your takes dog about, is like incontinent yeah. and like really loves, struggling to shit and we want to stop for a Starbucks, that's yeah. another 2.2 miles, miles away. Wait, so what's the answer? How fast? Uh, I, if it's 2.2 like, 2 miles away, I could get there in four minutes. Yeah, four or like, five minutes. Like very easily. If you're walking fast. I, I, I would probably, I could do two and a half minutes if, if I was walking fast. You can walk a mile and uh, depending on who you are, between 20 and 30 minutes, somewhere around there. Usually it's for younger people, it's closer a to A mile? 20. I could walk a mile in 16 minutes. Minutes. And so, that's like I, I have a brisk walking. walker. I no, not speed. Like just my regular gait. I think sixteen. And if I'm running, nine minutes. Okay. I guess so you're right. No, you're, it'd be it would be eighteen range. minutes. Then you're in the range. So it's it says um, you're a normal person according to Adidas. It's no, no, don't even do normal people because whenever they to try Adidas. to sit, tell me how long it's going to take to walk somewhere, yeah. I can always take out a fourth of it. Yeah, well, no, that's because we walk fast. We're, we live okay. in New York where we got long legs, we're uh, brisk, we like to do things fast. If someone asked, if someone did, how yeah. long does it take you to unpack a suitcase? You'd also be like half the time for Nikki Glaser, but... You're just to pack fast. one, it would be it would be one eighth of the time. No, it would be honestly one thirtieth of the time it takes most people to pack a suitcase. If it was unpacking, it would be thirty times the amount of yes. time because I never do it. Um, okay, so how long? Okay. according to Adidas, they did a stu- a scientific study in 2019. There's mm-hmm. a range of seven minutes. What do you think the range is for how long it takes someone to walk one mile? Wait, a range of seven minutes? Yeah. Oh, I would say for to walk one mile, I would say. Um, 18 to and then seven minutes more 18 to 25 25 minutes that's that's very close what about you Noah? how long does it take to walk a mile according to a scientific study 19 to 26 wow you switched it yeah now i'm going to 19 to 26 okay Noah, do you have a guess well 600 i guess the way that i would think about this was when i used robs think about it in robs how many robs will it take (laughs) well i can't think of him in time but i do remember when i was on the treadmill it used to take me like 12 minutes to like complete a mile jogging. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess if I'm walking, I would double that, and I would say like 24 minutes. So would you go 24 to 31 minutes? So she minutes? would split 24 probably, and it, it, that would be the median of that number. Okay, so like 23 to 30 minutes. Yeah. 22 to, to, to complete 29. a mile. Okay, the yes. correct answer is 15 to 22 minutes. That's what I'm saying. I really do yeah. think I could get it done in like 16 minutes. I think that's my mile. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. Okay, we got. do we have to go to break? Okay, yes. we have to go to break and then we're going to talk about, oh, I have, I, I killed someone with kindness, you guys, oh. on my DMs. No I got a nasty oh, DM yes. and I did it. I really did it. You, you won't believe the results. Okay, we'll be right back after this. Hacks is back for season three and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Okay, we're back. So on um, the... I hope you guys got a good um, walk in in between the com- in, during the commercial break. Yeah, like how okay. much of a distance did you do? Tell us. Uh, you could probably <laughs> well, walk it was about probably a point, four minute point three miles in the in during, the, during that commercial break. break. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, okay, yeah. Confused. So because it was probably four minutes long, so you could probably walk point three miles. Okay, so um, <laughs> yesterday's episode, I was sharing that I really loved this meme where. Someone was talking, uh, someone got a really nasty uh, DM from someone and then they just killed them with kindness by like commenting on their profile. So most of the time I get DMs that are like mean and it's from someone and I can't see their profile. But last night 
Oh shit. Like manna from heaven, it dropped into my lap. This person who tagged another person. So they wrote me as a group. Oh, I hate that. And someone said Team Canadian French. I don't know if the girl on Selling Sunset that I made fun of on the episodes, because this is what I'm getting a lot of hate for, is like I made fun of a girl on Selling Sunset who I don't know. She's just whoever's dating one Jason Oppenheim. And so I and Chriselle used to date Jason. So Chriselle and I are hanging out on the show. I don't know anyone on the show, by the way. Like I met Chriselle for the first time, like at the office. Romaine like so, Bonnet. I'm guessing, yeah, she's Canadian French. That sounds like it. Romaine she's Bonnet. She's dating. Okay. So I made fun of her because oh, she's wait, young. No, I wasn't even making fun of her. Oh. <laughs> I just looked oh, up. Oh no, that's um that's Mary's. I think that's uh, uh Mary's husband. Okay. Um but anyway, so they wrote Team Canadian French. I'm guessing she's Canadian French. And then um, again, they wrote You're a Cunt. And just. Oh, God. Get, but it's fun. How do you think they spelled You're a Cunt? Oh, K with a K? No. Okay, C. It's the best way. Oh, Y O U R. Bingo! Oh, they you're. Fu- I thought they- you were talking about cunt. <laughs> no, sorry. Oh. You're, you're a cunt. Um, and so. Okay. I wrote so then I was like, I'm just gonna check their profiles to see if they're not private. They weren't. One of them wasn't private, and I'm like, okay, I'm going in. So I found they have a really cute son that they had all these Halloween pictures of him dressed up. And it's just crazy to me that someone would write you're a cunt and have a son. It's just to a stranger. It's just this person should be sterilized. But um, that's how I truly feel. So I wrote, "Hi, your son is adorable. Love his Halloween costume." <laughs> That's what I wrote back to you're a cunt, okay? She wrote, ha, 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 ha. Love your stand-up and hosting in F-Boy oh, Island. Oh, my God. It worked. It worked. Because you just, that, what was so great about that is what that you just gave her the out that you're joking. So you went, ha, 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 you're so funny? Is that what you said? No, they said that. I said, hi, your son is adorable. Love his Halloween oh, costume. Oh, oh, oh. So, so you didn't even comment on the fact that they called you a cunt. No, like, no, ha, 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 totally skipped. Or something. No, no. Maybe I should do that next time. But this works. I can't believe it's like the next text. How does like, that friendly. crazy? Ha, they wrote, ha, 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 ha. Love your stand-up and hosting an F-Boy Island. And I wrote, thank you. And now we're good. Yeah. Wow, wow it, it worked. worked. This is a real, what this is magic. What is that? This is, this is how you turn, this is a magic spell where you turn trolls into regular people. It's really fun. It's, I mean, honestly, I think like everyone just needs to be approached with more kindness. Yeah. Instead of when you, instead of calling them the pilot and asshole. Si- all yeah, those like signs at Bed Bath and Beyond were right. <laughs> that's what they were right the whole time. I think I found her name, Marie Lou Nurk. Okay. She's like, yeah. she's twenty five. She's she's uh. Yeah. A white lady the with way, like kind of blonde hair. I didn't hair? say anything mean about her. I just said I was just making jokes about how she's young. Yeah, you know, like I was doing like old soul jokes. Like it's just funny to me that someone I can upset people so much from making jokes about someone being young. Yeah, like there's so much awfulness in the world and so many horrible people. Yet people are so upset about me. No one's called me an ugly cunt yet. Like you can call me a cunt all you want. But no one said anything really that hurts my feelings yet. And that's great because I truly look like a goblin next to everyone on Selling Sunset because they are all. 
I saw so perfect looking and I look like just me. I look fine. Like I look pretty, but (laughs) next to that, uh, the the pieces of work they are. And I'm saying that with respect, like they're just like, they're, uh, they're art pieces. They're, they're, they're literally, they literally have been worked on by doctors who are like at the top of their game. In fact, Chriselle is someone I now text for all of my beauty needs. Whenever I go to LA, I'm like, who's your tanning person? And I'm also going to go to her, um, plastic surgeon when i'm ready to snip it up yeah Um, because he does great stuff i mean she's one of the prettiest people i've ever been around in my life who is she christelle she chriselle strauss she's like the the lead girl Uh, ah selling sunset um i know it's really fun i actually saw the um guy from selling sunset jason oppenheim at a restaurant Maybe it was his brother. How do you know it was Jason? I don't know. He was short. Are they both short? Yeah, they're twins. Um, well, I have Robs no idea he? who it was. I don't know if Marie Lou Nurk was, was there. Four Robs. It would take you about uh, fifteen seconds to walk. Where up did him. you? <laughs> where did you see him? Craig's. Oh, what were you doing at Craig's? It was a, just a dinner after a show at at the Improv. Nice. Yeah. I always feel intimidated going to celebrity hotspots like that. I would, I would feel like, what am I? I'm not allowed to go here. I go there with David Spade, or when like I have friends that are celebrities that invite me to go, and that's pretty much my only celebrity. I had friend no idea. I didn't know it was a celebrity hotspot, and I didn't know who any of the celebrities were. And people were like, "Oh, that's the person from Selling Sunset," and I was like, "Oh, if you weren't here, I would not have known that I just saw the person from Selling Sunset." Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the place where like Harry and Meghan go. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, they that's had armed security guards in there, and this is a trend across yes. LA now because somebody <sighs> came in, um, pe- people came in with guns and robbed a bunch of NBA players that were there like two weeks ago or something. And what? so now they have like at Craig's, yeah, yeah, and so now they have like, like, uh, like artillery, like real security guards that are like infantry, like military. What are, I can't think of the I've word. I've seen this. Like I, they hired. had it at Starbucks in Memphis. Was the first time I ever saw, like, m- with m- like machine guns. Yes, they're like. What are they called when you uh, hire? What mo- are those big? C- c- yeah. What are those guys called when you hire like a? I can't think of the word. It's bothering SWAT? me. Get uh, besties. There's a word for like. It's like what uh, like a Russia will hire a group of militia and they're blanks. Does anyone know uh, what I'm talking about? Vigilantes. Anyway, it does like mm-hmm. what. But they're they're cops though. They're not yeah, yes. or are they they're not well they're secure they're private security yeah, bodyguards maybe but no. they're not allowed to be armed private security is not allowed to be armed with like no they have machine guns. vests on and guns and they're just garden craigs and craigs no they have, have like them. one that has like a a they, they, a rifle it has they, the, a they, rifle. yeah a rifle they, yes. they they were in the hotel this weekend yes. when I was in um where was I the, the uh Baltimore it's so at our, sad at the Hyatt we walked in there's two huge armed security guards at 11 o'clock at night at the Hyatt at yes. a really nice hotel and I'm just yes. like what is going on is this because robbed. of looting everyone's getting yes, robbed why? but also I, I, I went to no, a I Ralph's it's just a, a supermarket and there was I a guy like that I feel safer with it to be honest with you I feel great I, I know that it's not like a good look it's but so I feel sad. so much better that we yeah. can't go to a fucking grocery every grocery store every place that anybody goes needs to hire a vigilante machine gun bound uh, army it's, man. It's, it's not vigil. It's private security. A private I mean, vigilante private who's out there on his own trying to get vengeance on the cr- criminals. 
Yeah, I mean, every and this supermarket is the same needs thing. Batman standing by the front door just so that they, someone doesn't shoot up the place. And how annoying is it? Like, I think stores obviously lose a lot of money from having to deal with people shoplifting and yeah. there being no consequences for it. Obviously, that is becoming a huge issue. But if something is locked up, I will not wait for someone to come unlock it. Oh, I like will just not CVS? get the product. Yeah, like I just don't get it. Advil? They wait. They lose so much money from just me not having the patience. Do yes. you guys agree? Like, oh. if something's locked up, you'll just get a cheaper version that isn't locked up. Let's get it on Amazon then. If I have to yeah. sit there and press that button and then listen to the loudspeaker go, "Help wanted in aisle seven. and then because just stand it's gonna there, take you know they're at not least point three miles for them to walk <laughs> over and help you. It takes for Noah to walk 0.3 miles. Nobody it's works take there about 10 anyway. Minutes for, you, no one's working. If you have stuff locked up, you should have a person per aisle that helps you, but they can't afford that. Oh my God. And here was my point about if they can't tell you, like if, if someone, if someone at CVS is incompetent or if someone at, uh, like, I understand that people need to get jobs to come up in life. And like, I, I, you know what I made this point about is dry bar when I went there mm. and they burnt my hair. And I walked out with like a flat, sad mess. I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, they work at Dry Bar. Like, yeah. what am I, why am I expecting excellence from the McDonald's of a hair salon? <laughs> and, and I should because I paid $80 for that blowout. But that's because their prices are inflated. That's not because it's actually a good service. Final thought. So when I'm in an Uber and I'm like, why is this guy, the dot is there. Why are you slowing down and trying to drop me off, uh, you know? 800 feet from the dot because he's an uber driver and it's not they, he would might be doing not that if you're an uber driver you're an idiot because not all uber drivers are idiots but sometimes that's all you can do yeah because you can't get a job elsewhere because you don't have the intelligence or the, the or different you know training it's not like he's like concierge where like you know like you pay for like luxury where they don't talk to you and they drive you right to the spot and they open the door for you. It's like different right. tiers. Mm, but if yeah. you're an Uber driver, you should know how to follow a dot on a map. It just should be yeah. a kind of a requirement, but it doesn't have to be because there's no real check to, to be an Uber driver. You just have to have a license. Now, maybe this is something I should take up with the state to not give people licenses that can't follow a dot on a map. But also, why am I getting mad about it? He is making no money. He is not being compensated for his, like, don't get mad at people that aren't being paid a lot. I, 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 I'm not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah. Because no one's getting paid a lot. Everyone's making... What is minimum wage now? Well, some places it's $15 an hour. That's not a lot. No. In, in today's society. At all. No. That is... You can't even get a salad for that much money. No. I, like a work, little salad you shake up. You have to work two hours to get a salad these days. You do? Yeah. It's ridiculous. And that's why tipping is so important. But it's also like... We're not supposed to tip because we're. Can you? That's the only way well, to get rid of a tipping culture. And Europe we shouldn't does have it a tipping better, culture. right? Because like we're all we're doing is subsidizing billionaires by uh, help by so that they don't have to pay their fair wages. Like they're I asking everybody. I tip twenty three percent on every Uber Eats order. Well, yeah, we have I, to do I, it because it's not fair. But all we're doing is that money is going not to the workers; it's going to the billionaires who are saving money, who own the company, who are saving money, I know, not like paying fair wages. Large corporate ones. But I come. So I sometimes feel like. There's nothing I can do about it. No. Am I supposed to just make this Uber Eats driver starve because I want to no, stick it to the man? Pay. We're, we're, it's we're like, trapped. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Well, you what gotta, do you do? You got to vote for Bernie Form Sanders. Form a union. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, well, that's over and done with. I ordered an Uber <laughs> this weekend and mm -hmm. um, I was uh, 
leaving. I went to the USC homecoming game this past weekend. USC oh, yeah, that looked really fun. I saw your pictures on Instagram. Mine or Allie's? I don't post any pictures. Allie's, sorry. Sorry. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. I don't post yeah, any Allie's. personal pictures on Instagram. If you want to okay, see Okay, so it was pictures, literally impossible for me. You know that I saw Allie's. You don't need to be like, mine. You know what I saw. How dare like, you say it was mine? We've met before. That is a we've met before. How you know what I'm talking you? about. They weren't yours. No. I, yes, this is offensive was. to me personally <laughs> that you would assume. Um, no, I went to I So we ordered an Uber to get out of there. <laughs> That's what we've met before is the new, <laughs> is the new way to say it. Okay, Don't yeah. we've met before me. Um, I, and so there were six of us. We needed an Uber XL. Okay. Okay. We ordered an Uber That's XL. A little, it's a little money for an Uber XL. Six is a lot for an Uber XL? I feel like you're pushing it. What's an Uber XL I think for? That's a, I think it's like five. Six is gonna make him go. Oh, okay. So if he's it, gonna be. He's gonna get a tuned, yeah. but it's it's okay. How many? He's what kind of tuned. car should show up if Uber XL? Uber XL. You should get an SUV XL. Okay. So guy shows up in a <laughs> Tesla. Know. A Tesla. A sedan. A Tesla sedan. No. And he has the front seat pushed all the way up. And then he's got the back seat somehow pushed up. And then there's like trunk space that I guess, I don't know what it is. It's like a third row for little babies. And there, it, there were seats Did there. Did you all get in? No, four of us got in. The other two ordered another Uber because we're like, this is okay. not going to work. We're not going to, you can't fit a human yeah, adult back the, here. The lines are blurred for that XL bullshit. Yeah. And the XL is like way more money, but the, we're glad we got out of there. I love, was the game fun? It was one of the best college football games of the season. Um, USC lost, but it was an amazing game to be at. Really exciting, high-scoring game. It was like 52 to 42 was the final score. Fun. Oh, yeah. my God. Is that like a record? No, but it was a high-scoring game, and the two quarterbacks are also, one of them is like the lead for the Heisman Trophy, and the other one's probably going to be the number one draft pick next year in the NFL. Exciting. Um, you know, in USC homecoming, so there's, there was like a, it was like a big fanfare. The band's great. The marching band is fantastic. Lots of celebrities, stuff like that. What celebrities? I, I, I couldn't was tell Was it like you. Craig's? Oh, yeah, like, oh, so it was just people from reality shows on Netflix that you don't uh, watch? Little Sweetie. I don't know. Like people like that. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. Did you have good seats? We where was it at? The, where, the where Coliseum and USC, um, just yeah, we had really good seats. Allie went to Who did USC. you go with? I went with Allie, who's a USC alum, and then um her friend Dana, who you met um at my wedding, and mm-hmm. her boyfriend, Sean, and and then my uh, good pals and yours, Rob Stern and Meredith Hackman. Did you paint your faces? No. No. I wore a USC hat and a USC shirt though. Um That's cool. I'm not a USC fan per se, but Allie Was it cold? No, it's not no, in California. It was, it was warm. Um, it's really going to a college football game is really fun. It, it is. It's just it's like a little bit more fun, I'd say, than an NFL game because the atmosphere of college students all there. Although they're all drunk and so excited. I whenever I see them, it's some, one of my favorite things is to watch the crowd at a college football game because yes. I'm just like, that oh. is the greatest time of life. Yes, exactly. Nothing else matters except getting wasted. Yes, cheering on your team. Trying to get laid that night. Oh, run 100%. Maybe having a quiz the next day that you didn't study for, but who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? USC just Your parents are paying for everything, and I know that's not everyone's experience. Don't get mad at me. 
but you th- you're in a bubble. Life is so fucking good in college when oh, you yeah. are a crazy kid that's thro- whipping around your shirt at a college game and you're all packed yeah. in there and you're all flirting with a bunch of girls and you're like drinking beer. Like I never experienced that because I would never want to because I don't like football and I don't like loud, like drunk boys screaming in my face. But if you're into that kind of stuff, there's no better time of life. Oh, yeah. And I know we have to wrap, but I, I wanted to ask you how it was going to Kansas to do your show, a return to, to. It was fun. It was that town. It's so nice to be in Kansas because it makes you feel. You're going to your college town makes you feel young because the last time you were there, you were young. And so it made me feel 20 again. I was like, I feel exactly how I felt in my 20s. Yeah. Like, I know this feeling. I was listening to Yankee Hotel Foxtrot on my on a CD driving around everything still like looks the same they do a good job in that town of keeping things like looking the same and preserving this kind of like cutesy college town atmosphere and um I performed at a center that was like a place I'd never even been on campus it's like the lead center it's like where I did a joke that someone said this is where Bob Dylan performed I'm like Bob Dylan performed here and they're like no Bob Dole performed here I'm like what did he play it was Bob Dole has been there before um and the it was a sunday night and people really came out for the show and that was really sweet it felt great to be there but um yeah it was really i just i love that town so much um the hotel was not that great i felt like i was a reporter a journalist that was studying a crime on campus and i was just (laughs) visiting from the big city for a weekend that's how i like kind of interpreted being in that hotel because it was it was like so not good Mm. and then i ended up leaving that night and i went to my friend kirsten's house in kansas city so i didn't have to Uh, stay in the hotel did you do the kirsten um, bit where you drove around going yelling at the students <laughs> we did. We mama's home to a couple people, I think. Or we were no, we were looking to mama's home people, but we kept because Britta, her sister, was like, please do mama's home. So we were looking for <laughs> we're stalking the campus before my show. My show was at 7:30 and it was like 7:15, and we were driving around on the way there looking for people to scream mama's home at. But we didn't do it because it was all individual people walking home and we ah. didn't want to bully anyone. It you have to have two people at least. at least. You have to have a friend to go, was did that person just say mama's home? Yeah. So, um, yeah, but mama came home and it was really fun. I went to my uh, Middle Eastern restaurant I worked at as a a young person and visited that family and got delicious food. Aladdin Cafe, shout out, Massachusetts Street, Lawrence, Kansas. Sorry, I'm yawning. Okay, I got to go drive to Arkansas. You guys, great show. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, We will see you this weekend. I am going to be in Rehoboth, Delaware and Atlantic City. And then next week, I'll be in Tempe for two shows Thursday and Friday. Maybe it's like three or four shows, but two nights in Tempe, Thursday and Friday, and then Portland on Saturday. I hope you guys can make it out to the shows. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. As always, I love you so much. Don't be And just walk a mile in Noah's shoes. And take four hours to do it. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. 
John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.